said it. You just have to believe it. And that's it. Dr. Anthony L. Trice, dedicated to sound teaching, strong training, leadership, and development. Prayers are being answered and testimonies all around the world. Helping change one life at a time. Find out how to be a partner with Anthony Trice Ministerial Network. And thank you for tuning in for today's message. When you have two visions, that's called the vision. And you got two heads, that's a freak. <laughs> On last week, we, we started talking about the importance of honoring spiritual and natural authority. We're going to continue to deal with it today because people have a problem becoming subject to somebody that's over them. We have a problem just doing what somebody else has to do. Well, I could do a better job, but you're not the supervisor. You're not the manager. You probably could do a better job. And then we think that until we get in a position. I've seen people, they act like they're so better than somebody else. And see, if, 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 if I was doing it, then, I, then the person gets fired and they become supervisor, now they need prayer. Can y'all pray for me? I'm going, no, you ain't going through. You're going through because you've been running your mouth. And you said you could do a better job, so guys give you an opportunity to show you you ain't no different than the person that just fuck got fired. So it, it ain't good to talk all the time. It's not good to run your mouth all the time. It's not. The, be, the, the best thing to do is live it. Get a lot of amens on that. Because you have more people talking than you have more people living. So I, I see, I know what I'm talking about. Folk ain't living nothing. They talk good. They honor God with their mouth, but their heart is far from me. Come on, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17, read. Obey them that have the rule over you. Obey them. They have rule over you. So if somebody's over you, supervisor, manager, pastor, husband, anybody that's in authority, if they are over you, just do what they say. That's it. That's it. I know it seems simple, but it ain't as simple as what it seems. Because some folks have rebellious spirits. They just don't do what they want. They don't care what you say. And if you are in authority, and you allow somebody to do that, then you just as wrong as them. Because what happens to a person that's practicing witchcraft, when they are allowed to practice witchcraft in your home, they will destroy your home. You got people, you have your own business, and people won't do what you say, and you don't you don't do nothing, you don't find them or get rid of them, they will bring your business to the ground. You have a church and you're a pastor and you let the deacons run the church. And the mother's boy run the church, and some family run the church, then that church will shut down. That's why the Bible says in the New Testament, kill the witch. Now, now in the Old Testament, he was literally saying that somebody, if it's a person that's a witch or a warlock, kill them physically. But when he's saying to us, when somebody's practicing witchcraft, kill their influence. You don't let somebody just sabotage. Something that you're responsible for. Obey them to have what? So if somebody's over you and they ask you to do something, just do it. Read. And submit yourself. And do what? Come subject to somebody else's authority. Line up with what they're doing. Don't keep telling about what you think they ought to be doing. 
See, we, we got, it's only one vision in here. And that's the vision God gave me. This one we can, but well, see, I got my ministry. In here you need to sit down. You ain't got no ministry. You know what you're ready to do? Serve. When you have two visions, that's called the vision. And you got two heads, that's a freak. Tell the church people, do what people tell you to do. They don't care about you being saved. See, we get deep on with that too. You're on the job, you say, praise the Lord, but on this job, you need to do what they tell you to do. Yeah. Yeah. I care about you saved. <laughs> and see, that, that's not a good witness because you say you saved, but you're rebellious. Walk around some big Bible up under your arm, quoting scriptures. But when they tell you to do your job, you snap on your neck. and do your job. You have to talk to Christians like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't say Christian church people. Yeah. It's a difference in Christians and church people. Yeah. Church people just go to church. Yeah. Christians are like Christ. Yeah. Read. As they that must give account, that they may do it with joy uh -huh. and not with grief. Read. For that is unprofitable for you. Verse 18. Pray for us. Uh-huh. For we trust we have a good conscience. We, we trust we have a good conscience. And a lot of people don't have a good conscience. A lot of people got bad conscience. When you are rebellious toward authority, your conscience is messed up. Why is, why is a conscience so important? Because your conscience helps you determine when something is right and when something wrong. So when you're a Christian and there's something wrong, you say it's right, something wrong with you. Y'all quiet on that one. Read. In all things willing to live honestly. In all things willing to live. And that's another problem. We got so many crooks. You can't be a Christian and a crook at the same time. Now you're talking about integrity. You don't have my book, you need to get it. If you don't have my book, you need to get it. Because some of us don't know how to be honest. First of all, you know the person I need to be honest with first? Me. When, I, when I'm honest with myself, then I can be honest with God. And then when I'm honest with God, I can be honest with people. How is it that you can't get people to meet through their wrong? Because they lying to themselves. So if I'm lying to me, I'm definitely going to lie to you. And if I lie to God, I lie to anybody. That's why I don't really curse people no more. I really don't, because folk be lying. They do. They ain't going to be honest. Read. Is that it? Okay, let's go to our next scripture. First Peter 2, verse 17. This morning we're talking about honoring spiritual and natural authority. Honor means respect. You have to respect people. You can't be disrespecting people and say you're a Christian. You can't be walking around with an attitude because you don't want to do what somebody tells you to do. That's not the spirit of Christ. That's the wrong. That's the spirit of Satan. That's Satan's spirit at work. And you don't let your kids walk around with attitudes either. Your kids stumping through your house. 
That's going to be the last time you stuck in the head. Child support, uh, payments, and you, you mad. 
Then you want the church to pay your bills. Everything out of whack. Everything. 
God. So when a man got in his place, then guess what? All hell breaks out. Okay, what's your wife doing? How's she doing? If you don't get out of order, God will back you up. Come on now, God. And what we need to do, make her get in line. Y'all cry. Even if she don't want to. But what's wrong, men out of order, and wives are suffering because they got to carry the load. Because you walk out in pride. Read. For there is no power but of God. There is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. The powers of the authorities that be are appointed by God. That's what ordained means, to be appointed. God has appointed government. How many know we need government? Yeah. Even though government, you got a lot of corrupt governments. Corrupt politicians, senators, these folks, how they say, it's about them, it ain't about God, it's about them. But they are still ordained by God. Now, look at the corruption and the stuff going on with government. Just imagine we have no government. Or just imagine we have any rules. Folk, you think folk wicked now. Just imagine we have no stop sign, red lights, and walls and play. Read. Whosoever therefore resists the power, resists the ordinance of God. Whosoever resists the, the authority, resists the ordinance of God, or resists the laws of God. Uh huh. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. And they that resist shall receive to themselves a jail sentence. So if you break the law, you're going to jail. And this is talking about the white man. Ain't no white man. And guess what? Did anybody tell you rob a bank? Did anybody tell you go and steal? Now we, we want to blame everybody for our bad choices. I have to take responsibility for my own actions and my own behaviors. We passed we pass the book. Devil, the devil made me do it. The devil make you do it. You did because that's what you want to do. Stop lying on the devil. Read. For rulers are not a terror to good works. Those that are in authority are not terror to those who do what they're supposed to do. Read. But to the evil. But to folks that are evil. Will thou then not be afraid of the power? Uh-huh. Do that which is good. Do that which is good. And thou shalt have praise of the same. And thou shalt have praise for the same verse four. For he is the minister of God to thee for good. He's talking about the police officer. He, for he is the servant of God for good. So a police job is to serve and protect. I say serve and protect. Now we see a lot of stuff that we need to pray. We see a lot of corruption in our pulpits. In our governments, yeah. in our court system, yeah. there's a lot of corruption going on. So we need to pray hard. Yeah. Read. But if thou do that which is evil, but if you do, if you decide to do wrong, be afraid. You need to be afraid. For the bearer, not the sword, in vain. Because the police officer is not carrying his pistol in vain. She got, got quiet again. <laughs> so if you decide you're going to do wrong, then you need to suffer the consequences of your wrongdoing. Be, be mad enough and warm enough to handle what's coming your way after you do something. Read. For he is the minister of God. Notice, he is the 
a servant of God. That's what a minister is, a servant of God. Read. A revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Read. Wherefore, you must needs be subject. Watch this. You need to be subject. Read. Not only for wrath. Not because something happened to you. But also for conscience. But for the sake of your conscience. I've never seen so many people conscious here. How do you know? You talk to them and stuff wrong, they say, no, that ain't that's right. right, right. How is it right when the scripture says it's wrong? Right. But you say it's right because your conscience is Homosexuality is wrong in the eyes of God. I know people ain't going to talk about it. So I'm going to talk about it. It's wrong in the eyes of God. Lesbianism is wrong in the eyes of God. God loves homosexuality, loves lesbian, but the behavior is sin. It's an abomination. That's what a lot of priests don't want to talk about, so I'm going to talk about it. It's called perversion. It's twisted behavior. And you sitting there talking about God made me like that, now you're conscious of it. Read. For this cause, pay ye tribute also. You know what? If I'm struggling with something, just because I'm struggling with it don't mean it's right. I may be struggling with something, it's still wrong. So what we do, we struggle with stuff. We say it's okay because I'm struggling with it. No, it's still wrong. And that's what you have to do. You have to be honest with yourself. If I'm doing something, it's not right because I'm doing it. It's still wrong because this is what the scripture says. And that's how people get messed up. See, I'm doing it. It's wrong to you when somebody else is doing it, but when you're doing it, it's okay. How is it okay? Because you know. Read. For they are God's ministers. For the police officers and the judges and the government officials, even though some of them are corrupt, and I say some of them, not all of them, they are servants of God. Read. Attending continually upon this very thing. And you know what? They're going to be judged too. If, you, if you're in a position of authority and you don't do right, you have to stand up before God and give an account of it. I'm going to have to give an account for my pastor. I am. That's why I don't let people do what they want to do. Now, if I check you and you still do something and go to hell, it ain't going to be on me. But if I let you do what you, you do and I never correct you, I never say it from the pulpit, then you go to hell, then it's going to be on me. So I'm going to make sure it ain't going to be on me because I'm going to preach what I need to preach to you. You know, this, this is a responsibility. This ain't nothing to be you doing to be seen. You want to make yourself popular. This ain't what this is about. You're responsible for people's souls. And I, what I can't understand, if I'm not going to do right, why don't you just resign, get out the pulpit, and go and do what you do? Why are you going to do it in the pulpit? Just get out the pulpit and go and do it. You don't do it while you, because this is a sacred office. You know why you don't, you know why? Because you are a hireling. Yeah. You're only doing it for the money. You're not concerned about people, so. And, and even though I say this and preach this, it's still some Negroes. They're going to do what they do. Yeah. I, I just read the other day, this pastor got AIDS. Sleeping with women. Then some pastor last year was messing with somebody's wife and the husband came and killed me from everybody. You know what that's called? Judgment. So if I'm going to play, I might even get out the pulpit and play. Don't play up here. But a lot of folks don't understand it because they want to understand it because they want to Read. Therefore, 
tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Respect to, to respect. We have a problem with respecting people yeah. because we are disrespectful. Yeah. Genesis chapter 16. Honoring spiritual and natural thought. We got, I don't like that. I don't like how they do stuff. It don't even matter. You know what the Bible says? Honor them and respect them. We read on last week how King Saul was a backslidden preacher. He was trying to kill David. And David had an opportunity to kill Saul. And when he even touched his skirt and get ready to cut a piece, just to let Saul know, I could have got you. God checked David and said, hey, touch not my anointing and do my problem. Even though Saul was backslidden, he still was God anointed. And David still needed to respect him. And that's hard when you ain't saved. That's hard to do when you're not saved. But when you save, you humble yourself, you get your attitude right, and you line up when you save. A lot of folk ain't saved. Because they're constantly walking in rebellion. You don't care about your gift and your type. Folk got gifts. And we get deceived, but how can God be using him and then not be right? Easily. Easily. Gifts and calls are without repentance. I can do this and still live like a dog. Because it's a gift. And people don't understand that. It's not about your gift, it's your lifestyle. Me being a pastor ain't going to give me the heaven. What's going to give me the heaven is how I live. And a lot of folks confused about that. Because how can God keep you? God, one of the reasons why God can keep using me and using you, because the gift ain't for you, it's for the people you minister to. So I'm going to explain that part, because a lot of folks don't understand that. I, I can understand how people doing what they're doing, and God still loves them, because it ain't about them, it's about the person they minister to. The deception come in because you think you're being used, that you're okay. That's a deception. Genesis chapter 16. Uh, let's go to verse uh, 1. Read. Now Sarah, Abram's wife, bare him no children. She didn't have any children. And she had a handmaid. That means she had a maid. Uh-huh. An Egyptian whose name was Hagar. Read verse 2. And Sarah said unto Abram, Behold now, the Lord hath restrained me from bearing. The Lord has kept me from having children. Now this is the conversation Sarah and Abraham were having. Read. I pray thee, go in unto my maid. Now watch this. She told Abraham, go and have sex with my maid because God taking too long. So let me help God out. And it's dangerous when you won't wait on God. When you jump ahead of God, you finish shipwrecked. God already told Abraham, I'm going to give you a son. God just didn't give him the son in his own time. See, God, our time is not God's time, and God's time is not our time. If we get deceived, if we get a word, if we take off running, pew! Because somebody prophesied out of you. But y'all have heard me say this, that to every word is a, a process. So when God gives you a word, know what God is saying, prepare yourself. He ain't saying go. Read. It may be that I may obtain children. Watch her. Listen, human reason. It's dangerous when it comes to faith. It may be by her, I'm going to have this son. That ain't what God said. 
God said, you're going to have your child out of your own loins. You see how that mind can get in? That's what the Bible says. The carnal mind is enmity against God. It's an in Your natural mind is an enemy when it comes to God. That's why we need the mind of Christ. That's why we need to spend time in the Word so we can think like God think and get out of our own thing. Read. Hi, I'm Dr. Anthony L. Trice. I'm the senior pastor of Covenant for Life Christian Center Church in St. Louis. I have some exciting news. I just finished my new book, Integrity, the Missing Ingredient. This is a life-changing book. This is a book about the story of Job. Job chapter 1 talks about how Job was upright. That means he was a man that can be trusted. He was a man of integrity. I discovered when God can trust you, he'll give you the world. And Job showed in Job chapter 1 how prosperous Job was because God was able to trust Job because Job was a man of integrity. So go to my website and order my new book, Integrity, the Missing Ingredient, at anthonytrice.org or you can go to lifeway.org. God bless you. Thank you for watching today's broadcast. If ever in St. Louis area, please come visit Covenant for Life Christian Center at 7200 West Forsen, St. Louis, Missouri, 63136. Or give us a call at 314-659-8522. For more information on how to get connected, write to us or visit us online at anthonytrice.org. And we thank you for your continued support.